It's the Top Secret Blog Expose. Come listen to what we say. Things that are on your mind. Things of most every kind. Top Secret Blog Expose. Come listen to what we say. Things that will be such fun. I think Matt just made a pun. Top Secret Blog Expose. Top Secret Blog Expose. Top Secret Blog Expose. Hi, I'm Matt. Welcome to Top Secret Blog Exposé. My co-host this week is... Nate Hogan. Mark's out again this week. I guess that ferret, ferret still has pants or something. Oh no. Yeah. He might call in, he said. Oh no. This is all very suspicious. That's that's all. Yeah. Um, tonight on the show, we will do some Ninja Turtle action. Um, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> That's a new two noise, everybody. We learned that at work. I learned it at work. Um, we have some more discussion on okra because uh, we really think okra is intriguing. We want to learn more about it. Warm and uh, fuzzy. There's some uh, Powerball talk. That's a lottery for any of you people who think it might be some kind of futuristic sport. Multi-state lottery. <laughs> <laughs> Although cooler if you had to like smash people with things. Yeah, with like energy balls that were glowing. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, speaking of magic missiles, we'll finish up with some Baldur's Gate discussion. Yeah. Dear didn't need in my heart, hearts, heart Very of hearts. Um. All right, let's do some turtles. All right. One, two. One, two, three, four. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Here was gonna have a show. Turtle power. And Mark couldn't even come in late on that one because he's not here. I know. Gosh. <laughs> I mean, that's good and all, but. <clears throat> Anyways, so this week we have. Metalhead, the original party robot. All right. Wow. His, his vital robotistics. Robotistics. Where's the toga? <laughs> Radical Robochucks. A portable party pack. And a radar <laughs> blaster. All right. He has a portable party pack? Yeah. What's it? like it? a television on it. <laughs> some dials and knobs. And like, I'm assuming... Party hats and balloons. Yeah, he's got some kind of weird spinny thing. I guess that's his Robochucks that goes, like, in his arm. Hmm. It's pretty cool. Sounds... His birthplace was Krang's Technodrome. Hmm. And his eyes are weirdly glowing red. And he's got four personality programs, and his favorite food are computer chip cookies. Ha ah, ah. ha. <laughs> oh, that's Silicon. So good. <laughs> Designed as Krang's ultimate weapon against the turtles, Metalhead was reprogrammed by Donatello to serve the side of good. This chrome-plated sewer servant's eyes light up when you hold him up to the light. Always the life of the party, Metalhead can whip up a whipped cream and jelly bean pizza, serve sodas, display video games, or rock the sewers with tunes from his jazzed-up jukebox. When trouble's brewing, 
Metalhead becomes one annoyed android and dishes out trouble with his robo-chucks and foot blaster to all who dare mess with his turtle masters. Dude, he sounds like a slave robot. <laughs> Dishing out parties, dishing out these video games. Yeah, I kind of want a metalhead. You could. I think it's illegal. Yeah, probably. Incidentally, he also looks like a robotic turtle. So he has four personality profiles. Do you know what they are? I think it's uh, aluminum. Party. <laughs> Stiff and uh, wasteoid. <laughs> wasteoid? Yeah, I don't even know. Hmm. Interesting. But there's a if lot of discussion had... when they put this in him. Yeah, probably. If you were to come up with four personality programs, what would yours be? I don't know. Like, yeah, either. Awesome, rock and roll, party <laughs> time. And radical dude. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty agreeable. Yeah, that way everyone loves me. I think I would throw in homemaker as well. <laughs> homemaker in case you have to clean up. <laughs> you think you for cleaning up after the s- sweet parties. <laughs> and or baking cakes and muffins and cupcakes. Yeah, that might be useful to compliment your partying. Yeah. For like, you know, those... Small gatherings of close friends. Yeah. Such as you turn to the Food Network for advice on. Yeah. At least I do. I do too. A food Network. Yeah. I'm going to beat up Bobby Flay though. <laughs> yeah, he's such a fraud. On him out, right here, right now. Bobby Flay, if you want to fight, I'll fight you. And, uh, I'll win. He will fight you, Bobby Flay. He will fight you in the mouth. He will punch you so very hard. You better watch out, Bobby Flay. Yeah, then Giada won't be won't be subjected to his tormenting anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you got really quiet there. Was I? Yeah, you still kind of are. Um. Hello. Hello. Is it louder? Uh, I don't know. I think your internet's messed up. Mm. Oh well. Well, let's just keep going. Alright. Uh, anything else about Metalhead? Nope, that's it. You can bet, get your own on eBay. Like a toy? I don't know. Oh, the real maybe, thing. Maybe you could get a real one. I haven't oh. checked recently. <clears throat> All right, well, when we come back, we'll talk about some okra. All right. We'll talk about the okra again this week. We'll talk about the okra so warm and green. All right, so uh, we got some response. Uh, first, we got this call from my brother, which kind of talks about okra. Hey, man, it's Drew. I just wanted to tell you, I have had okra, and uh, I've been trying to think of something to compare it to for the past day, and I, I can't. It's, it's pretty unique. It's not great, though. I think what I've had here several times was uh, fried, not 
deep fried, probably pan seared. And I think they usually uh, prepare it with uh, mushrooms, and there are some red peppers cut in. And it's not bad. It kind of reminds me of celery, except there's, like, seeds or something in the middle, and the stalk is a complete cylinder instead of, like, a semicircle or whatever. Crescent. Uh, also, I thought I'd let you know, there's a lot of debate about whether or not the uh, creatures in the 28, well, 28 days later and 28 weeks later are actually zombies. I I believe that they are for all intensive purposes, but technically they're not undead. They're just people that were infected with this virus that either makes them like crave human flesh or just makes them really angry. And uh, they kill, and it also makes their adrenal glands work constantly so they can run forever, I think. Which is pretty cool. But uh, I, I thought I'd let you know that, you know, technically they're not zombies, so you don't embarrass yourself in front of your tens of thousands of fans. And uh, I guess that's about it. I'll see you later. Bye. Drew, thanks for the call again. Yeah, thanks. You told us a lot about okra, but we're more concerned with what you think about zombies. Now, we haven't seen the movies 28 days later, 28 weeks later, 28 months later, whatever have you. 28 decades later. Mark seemed to think there was a 28 months later, but I think he was just making it up. Yeah. (sighs) Mark. Uh, It's just one of those B movies that only he knows about. Yeah, it was made in like 1960. Yeah, by a British man. (laughs) And it's actually a documentary. (laughs) In in South Africa. (laughs) It's a documentary on New Wave. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I guess that'd be later than the 60s. Oh, well. Yeah, well. Anyway, they're clearly zombies, Drew. Yeah. I mean, they're zombies. I don't even care. About any of it. The nature of zombies is they're infectious and, you know, they can turn any human into flesh-seeking, rotting corpse thing with rigor mortis-like walking. Yeah. So, yeah. And they're zombie-like, aren't they? I haven't seen these movies. Yeah, I haven't either. They're scary, right? Yeah. They're scary and, like, mindless, right? That's the key. That's what makes yeah. zombies. <sighs> I don't well, even know what to say to that. Yeah. Alright, well, after we come <clears throat> back, let's talk about the lottery, Nate. Alright, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> We've been new lows today, but please keep listening. So, Nate, I heard you bought a lottery ticket today. I did. Today, dear listeners, 
is the chance of a lifetime. The Powerball multi-state lottery is up to a potential $230 million annuity. Not to mention the other large catch prizes you could win by matching a lot of numbers on your card. So my duty as a as a statistics ignoring American was to go and buy a ticket today. So I've got the winning numbers right here on my card. And as of 10:59, we will have corporate sponsorship for Top Secret Blog Exposé. <laughs> that company is me. We're playing this game to win. <laughs> <laughs> I play to win. <laughs> I play for keeps. <laughs> So. You should go on American Gladiators and say that. Yeah. How do you feel, brother? I feel ready. I feel like I'm going to win. I play for keeps. <laughs> Powerball, baby. And Did then they pick... make me play that game where you got to take the balls and throw it in the tubes. Yeah, or shoot you with the Nerf bazooka. No, that was in my basement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got confused between the two. <laughs> so similar. <laughs> <laughs> they were the assault. Yeah. Oh man, those were intense. Those nerf assaults. Anyway, yeah, you have to pause so you can reload. Yeah. <laughs> Gladiator time. I've only got six arrows. <laughs> okay, resume. Resume. We found all the <laughs> arrows. <laughs> Where's the last one? I think it's behind the couch. All right. It would always be up in, like, that crawl space in your basement. Oh, yeah. It always end up back there. Yeah. Disaster. <sighs> so did you pick, do you have a, a strategy for lottery? Yeah, I usually just go with the random numbers, so I don't have to think about it. And you know, like, like maybe it generate, like, you don't know about that random number generator. It might be actually keyed in to the actual numbers. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. I don't think so, because they had a whole thing on their website about, you know, having the number, the ball thing in a vault and security cameras and blah, blah, blah. So, mm. I don't think there's any connection. You and don't have any inside information, though, do you? I wish. Oh. I figured I should not play with the numbers from Lost, because a lot of Lost people will probably play them. Yeah, and then you'll have to split the pot. Yeah, nobody wants to do that. Yeah. I mean... Sharing's you know. losers. Yeah, they, they can share with their families, but <laughs> they don't have to share with strangers. Although we'd share. Everyone who's currently a listener now, we would share with, right? Yeah, I'd give them a free t-shirt. <laughs> with, with our you know, preliminary draft designs. <laughs> yeah. The rough draft designs, and then we'll pump yeah. the rest into advertising. We have all six colors on it. <laughs> Just for you listeners. Yay. And sadly, I cannot remain anonymous when I hit the jackpot, unless I live in Delaware, Kansas, or North Dakota. So, once I win, you will you know about it. You could arm yourself, though, with that money. Then no one would mess with you. I guess so. I could also get... Tim Allen to come on the podcast. Yeah, I wonder how much that would cost. Maybe we should have a fundraiser. <laughs> Can't be that much. If you'd like Tim Allen to appear on Top Secret Blog Exposé, please send 
<laughs> a signed check with no amount to Nathan Hogan. Just tell us what your maximum, what the maximum amount we can cash is in your balance. And then we'll double that. <laughs> we'll double that and hope no one notices. <laughs> yes. If you can, steal your parents' checkbook too. Yeah. It'd be like that awful movie from 1995. Yeah. Like Chuck. Hey, I saw that movie. Yeah. It was supposed to be really cool, and then it was so lame. Yeah, it was pretty lame. Because, you know, that lady was like 30 and was like going on dates with him and stuff and he's like 15 i honestly don't remember it that much that was illegal man (laughs) (laughs) that's illegal they should know better yeah come on she's an fbi agent can't you come on hollywood i saw it coming a mile away and i was only in sixth grade come on (laughs) well Is it time for Baldur's Gate, or are we taking a break? Uh, I think after the break, we're going to talk about Baldur's Gate. Yeah! So said the wise Alando. So, one of Nate's and my favorite games of all times... Of all time... Hands, t- hands down. All-timer times... Is ba- the Baldur's Gate series... These are computer RPGs based on the Forgotten Realms books, novels, that you may see in your bookstores. In the fiction, fantasy section. Yes, where the nerds live. <laughs> and, uh, right above the Dragonland series. <laughs> yeah, which is better. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Graceland and Caramon. <laughs> anyway... Anyway, back to the first topic. Um, Baldur's Gate is a computer game. It's based on Dungeons and Dragons uh, 2.5, I think. Yeah, it takes the rules for that and pretty much just puts it into a computer game so it's superfluous to the person who's commanding the party. Yeah, you don't have to think about Dungeons and Dragons too much. Unless your guy levels up. Unless, yeah, unless you're... You're crazy, like me and Nate, and we're doing the math and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no. so anyway, Nate and I have had lots of adventures in Baldur's Gate. Oh, yes. What's Many. What's your favorite adventure, Nate? Wait, who were your, your favorite adventurers? Well, I usually created a main character who is based off of Drizzt. Who's Drizzt? He was a... Well, I know, a, but... For our listeners. For, for our listeners, yeah. He was a dark elf ranger who was outcast from his dark elf society, which lived underground, because I guess he wasn't as evil as them. So then he kind of like roams the, the countryside of Forgotten Realms. He's up in the in the Winterlands for a while. And uh, he makes some friends, and they do kind of like vigilante justice. <laughs> Helping the good people of Forgotten Realms. And he's got two two really sweet swords, scimitars, and he's got his pet panther. Do you know the scimitars' names? Uh, Frostband and something. <laughs> good enough. Yeah. 
Do you know uh, the Panther's name? Guinevar? Guinevar. Guinevar, yeah. That was the only thing that was missing from the Baldur's Gate games, was you couldn't summon the Panther. I thought you could. Couldn't you get the figurine? Well, the you could, <laughs> yes. If you In Baldur's Gate 2, at one point, you could kill Drizzt and his party, and then take his stuff, but you could only have it for, like... Oh, yeah, then, then they took his it friend away. would come and be like, hey, you killed Drizzt, give me his stuff back, and he would take everything. And his friends had pretty sweet armor, and that was the only time you could ever summon the panther. You couldn't do it. You couldn't find a, a panther summoner in the regular game. Mm. Too bad. Yeah. But you could kill Drizzt in the original game, and uh, Baldur's Gate won, and then steal his stuff, and nobody would take it from you. And then you could just up export your character to the new Baldur's Gate 2, and you would have all this stuff with him. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, yeah, my what, favorite adventure. Yeah, what's your favorite adventure in Baldur's Gate? Ooh, that's that's such a good question. I don't know. There's so much to pick from. Do you have yours ready? Um, yeah, I can talk about mine. All right. I think. Well, let me start first on my my party. I usually made my whole party myself. So yeah, you know, you have everyone, but you have your favorites of the bunch. And so I think my favorites were um, I had Green Hack Brown, the half orcish barbarian. Oh yeah, I remember him. And he basically sacrificed all his charisma and intelligence for strength. <laughs> Constitution. <laughs> dumb as a doornail. He's really really dumb. And. Uh, he he wielded two axes and uh was a beast. Yeah. And then uh I had a bard, I forget the bard's name. Loser McLoserville. I think it was Pitumo. I forget why I named him. <laughs> Pitumo. And uh he was your standard bard. He had his magic and and his song fighting and and his blades. And, uh, my other favorite guy, oh, I had, like, a wizard, but he was a pretty standard wizard guy. Oh, no, no, he was a chaos wizard or something. Ooh. Time wizard? I forget what they were. But, like, his spells would sometimes malfunction. I think that was, there was a chaos. There's, like, some special kind with the expansion to Walter's Gate 2. Hmm. Throne of Fall. Yeah. I forget, but you, your spells could mess up then, and like, all of a sudden you'd like summon fairies everywhere or something by yeah. mistake. But you could also cast higher spells by accident too. Yeah, so there's like a risk and a benefit to it. Yeah. Yeah. As with anything in that game. Indeed. So do you know, oh, my favorite adventure was, I think, there's this one where you, you meet up with these groups of, this group of bards, and like during a show, like on a stage, they oh, yeah. o- open up a portal to a pocket plane on a different yeah. dimension, and then you go through the portal and like they're they're taken prisoner or something, or someone's taken prisoner, yeah. and you have to go and free them, and like there are all kinds of weird demons because it's a different dimension, and like mm-hmm. all the rules don't apply as usual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't, and everything's messed up. And there are, like, weird mouth things, and the world's, like, made out of bone and stuff. And it's really weird. 
That and was cool. It's kind of hard, and then when you beat it, you get really cool armor for your bard. Yeah, Which but he cool. goes for bards. Well, I did. Well, that's 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 your prerogative. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nate, do you know your favorite adventure yeah. yet? Well, first, I'll talk about the rest of my party. Usually, okay, so I had Drizzt, and he was awesome, and he was the leader. And then I also would usually include my own thief, who was named Galeria, I believe. And then my own mage. Galeria? Galeria and Galadria. They had very similar names. I see. One was a mage and one was a thief. And they're just pretty standard because I didn't really like any of the thieves in the game. And then I would have three NPCs or non-player characters just to mix things up. But I would never get Minsk because I got so sick of his stupid audio track that I just wanted to kill him when he's in my party. What Do you remember the audio track? You'd be like, uh, oh ho ho! Nobu. It's just stupid stuff. Yeah, he had a pet hamster. Yeah. He's kind of a stupid warrior, too. He was. He got hit on the head a few too many times. <laughs> and I just couldn't, couldn't stand him. <laughs> so my favorite adventure was when there was this planar sphere in the middle of town, in the yeah. middle of the city, and if you killed, or if you got some guy to join your party, or you, like, killed him and took his body, you could enter the planar sphere, because he was a blood relative of the person who set it up or something, and then you would do all kinds of dimension shifts, like, you would end up in weird places uh, as you would go through different I don't know, gates in that in the planar sphere, it would jump. The planar sphere would jump in time, so it was pretty cool and you got a lot of cool stuff and you had to activate a, a golem and stuff. Cool. So that was my favorite. Neat. You got a lot of loot too. It's and good. that is our Baldur's Gate discussion. Yeah. I think that's productive, Nate. I think so. This is what the what we talk about when we have a marker on to gen to <laughs> <laughs> to say we can't talk about nerdy things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this, screw this that guy. goes down the nerd tube when he's not here. Yeah. <sighs> well, well, we can I... talk about it more next time he's not here. Yeah, that's true. Because I'm sure all of our listeners are intrigued now by the exciting prospects of Baldur's Gate. Oh, I also liked when you went into the underworld, too. Oh yeah, the Underdark. Yeah, that was part of the. Elves. Yeah, that was part of the regular game though. Yeah. Chapter seven, I believe. <laughs> so then not, you know the chapter. Not that I remember. I mean, <laughs> I'll be honest. When I was in between jobs this summer, waiting for my clearance, I played some Baldur's Gate. That's good. It was awesome. Sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. Well. I think that's our show for this week, huh? Yeah, I think so. Oh, we have a new um new top caller to add to the ranks of our other top callers. It's Katie. And, uh, welcome. We'll get your prize package to you once we figure out what is in a prize package. Prize packages are! Yay! <laughs> Yay! 
I think one of the investments I should make is like a soundboard. So like we could have like we could have applause. Zany sound effects. You just need to get GarageBand. Yeah, I need a Mac for that. Yeah. Unfortunate. Just get a keyboard with a USB port. Yeah, that'd work. I really should get one of those. Yeah. You can get one for two hundred bucks. I don't want to pay two hundred bucks for a for a chintzy keyboard with a USB port. I know. Maybe I should I don't know. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Well, thanks for listening. Yep, and, uh, thanks. Tune and, in uh, next week. And here's uh the Powerball. Yeah. Good luck, Nate. Thanks. Hope you win. I hope so too. Bye. Bye. You've been Top Secret Blog Expose. You listened to what we said. Things that were on your mind. Things of most every kind. Top Secret Blog Expose. Listen to what we said. Things that were so much fun. I loved when Matt made that pun. Top Secret Blog Expose. Top Secret Blog Expose. Top Secret Blog Expose.